Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and this episode is being produced for Forbes, where I'm a contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. And today's guest is one of the greats. We are so fortunate to have with us today James Lee Sorensen, the uh, president of the Sorensen Impact Foundation, who's really one of the great social entrepreneurs of the world and also one of the largest impact investors as an individual, uh, very wealthy individual, very successful entrepreneur. Jim, we're so happy to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Devin. It's, it's great to be able to join you today. Well, we appreciate you coming back. You, you were one of the very first people I interviewed for the show nearly two years ago when we just launched. It's just a thrill to have you back. We appreciate you making the time. You have been doing impact investing and social entrepreneurship for a long time. I think even before you could give use those labels to describe what you were doing. But it seems, Jim, that this has become really your true passion and focus with real commitment. How has that evolution come about? Well, I think uh, my uh, background and history is that of uh, an entrepreneur and uh, through the years uh, I've been involved in uh, many uh, ventures in different uh, sectors and uh, with that I think came success and I think an understanding of, uh, of businesses and particularly ventures that were very entrepreneurial, very um, they were based based on, on on new innovation or new markets. And uh, as I uh, look back and and decided going forward what uh, what I really wanted to do with the rest of my life, uh, I really wanted to use the experience, the knowledge. Um, to be able to give back and uh, give back in a, in a more impactful way than uh, seemed to me was uh, predominant in, in the philanthropic world. And uh, that really led me to the, uh, the field of impact investing. Of course, this was well before those labels were applied, but I was really looking for models that could become scalable, uh, that were self-sustaining, that could really reach a lot more people. Uh, to make a bigger impact. Well, and, and you've also been a very generous philanthropist along the way. As we look at the sort of the portfolio of things you're doing in the impact space, uh, one of those for which you're most well known is the Sorensen Global Impact Center, Impact Investing Center at uh, the University of Utah. Why don't you just remind us a little bit about what that project entails? Uh, I think it's a very uh, interesting um, educational uh, endeavor that provides students uh, with the uh, opportunity to have an experiential education in, uh, in areas of social entrepreneurism and particularly at the uh, juncture where uh, you know, these social enterprises are looking for capital, needing human resources, finding um, scant uh, availability of capital and, and help, 
this is a center, I think, which provides students both with a, a, a great education, but also um, very useful services to uh, these uh, these early stage uh, social entrepreneurs and enterprises that are that are looking to ultimately get access to capital to help their businesses to grow or to uh, be able to optimize their business models. Um, it's, a, it's a place where uh, we call it the pioneering gap because quite often there's a gap in terms of funding and, and uh, human resources to, to help them get to the point where they're ready for an investment. And uh, I'd had experience with uh, student-based experiential programs for some time, uh, I uh, was involved in, in helping to, uh, to establish uh, the largest student-run venture fund. Uh, again, this is a, a fund that students raised about $20 million at the University of Utah, the, the university venture fund that taught students uh, all of the aspects of you know, due diligence, deal sourcing, and, and what it takes to underwrite venture investments. And so it was a very natural progression to take uh, that kind of curriculum and add the social impact uh, aspect to it. And that's so what we do at the center. It's, it's really a, a brilliant model in that it brings the, the students into the process so they can learn how to, to, to drive impact investment, social entrepreneurship. At the same time, you're actually feeding the entrepreneurs that are there today and providing them the fuel they need. So it's just a brilliant model. You, you and I both are fortunate to live in Salt Lake County and one of the things that, that the county has been doing is leading the way on something called uh, pay for success. Now, uh, we used to call this social impact bonds and pay for success has become a more apt and uh, better, understand, better understood label for this. But uh, you've developed a real passion and interest in this. What, what drives your interest in, in the pay-for-success uh, model of funding social services? Well, there are a number of aspects. I think, uh, I think it's a much more responsible way to, uh, to deliver uh, services that are based on uh, you know, outcomes that are measured. Uh, so the, the accountability to it, I think um, uh, the... Uh, stewardship of, of, of public money and actually paying for results as opposed to programs that, that may not be producing results. But also I think the public-private partnership and engaging uh, uh, you know, outside capital or, or, or uh, you know, the capital from the private world to address these social problems, to take the risk um, and uh, potentially generate a return but only if there's a greater uh, uh, savings based on the outcomes to the payer, which in often cases is government. I think that's a very innovative model, has great potential in many applications from, from uh, recidivism to homelessness to, to uh, the, the, the cycle of poverty and the many, many uh, uh, aspects that uh, can be prevent, preventative of, of, of that cycle as well as, uh, as the, the problems facing healthcare today. It, it, it's a brilliant model and, and I'm excited about it. In spirit of full disclosure, I've recently joined the Community Foundation of Utah as its interim executive director where, and the, that entity the, uh, is 
partnering with the county uh, on a $15 million pay for success program right now. Um, but uh, Jim, you're also involved with other things in the impact investing world, uh, including uh, you recently done a trip to Nepal with Choice Humanitarian, and I've heard some wonderful things about that. I'm, I'm going with Choice next month to visit Nepal. Uh, I'll be there with Jim Mayfield, whom you know well. Tell, tell me a little bit about what you're doing with Choice and in Nepal in the in this area. Well, I I think you know we we had a wonderful experience uh, in our trip. I think you're you're in for a real treat, uh, Devin. Uh, the the Nepalese people are very um, peaceful, loving uh, people. They have a lot of uh, uh, problems to overcome in terms of the conditions that they live and um, their current state of development. And I think what a Choice has done is, is really developed, uh, you know, programs that have helped to, to train and educate uh, the people there and to prepare them to, um, to be able to be more entrepreneurial and, and build you know, models of economic development that, that, that are uh, fundamental in them being able to really, uh, in, a, in a scalable, self-sustaining way, uh, improve the conditions in which they live, the incomes that they have, and, and really climb the social ladder, so to speak, in terms of, uh, you know, the outcomes that uh, we measure uh, to determine you know the, the the health and welfare of, of of communities, and that very fundamental work that Choice is doing is uh, is really important. And and our interest really in working with Choice is really to uh, help take it to the next level of the next stage. And that is, uh, you know, helping with social entrepreneurs that may be there or business models that may be there that address these social problems or help build infrastructure or take advantage of great uh, natural resources that uh, could be developed for the benefit of the people like the hydroelectric uh, uh, resources that, that are in Nepal and agricultural uh, uh, resources and, and help the people within the country to be able to benefit in country from the development of these, uh, of these sectors. It is exciting to think about the, the rate at which you can expand uh, successful programs if you apply entrepreneurial principles that allow for investment uh, because donations won't scale infinitely but investments will scale uh, effectively on an infinite basis. It's a very exciting model and speaking of investing, you, you're actually launching an impact investment fund. Tell us a little bit about your efforts around that. Well, I talked a little bit about the, uh, the the first fund at the University of Utah, the University Venture Fund. The second fund will really be similar in terms of student uh, engagement and students doing the work, students learning. Uh, the investments will be focused on on impact or social uh, uh, entrepreneurs and and businesses that uh, across the various sectors, from education to healthcare to uh, financial inclusion, uh, you know, have business models that uh, that help those uh, in in the local community uh, here, 
uh, in the Intermountain area with uh, uh, you know greater opportunities and we see a great potential for these uh, both in in terms of social impact bonds we've talked a little bit about that that certainly could be a source of some of the deals uh, early stage uh, ventures uh, focused on on these uh, these social issues issues and successful business models and then thematic venture capital that uh, is also you know typical but focused on impact so this would be a fund that would uh, that would uh, address that and we see as investors opportunities for the the, the local uh, banks in their CRA initiatives uh, as well as um, uh, you know uh, foundations and philanthropy that, that are interested in, uh, you know, addressing uh, these issues in a more scalable, self-sustaining way through through impact investing. Well, this is really great work you're doing. Uh, for so many people, Jim, you are a role model. You are an inspiration. You are an idol or a hero to really a lot of people. I wonder, Jim, to whom do you look uh, for a role model? Well, you know, there's there's probably not one individual. Um, I think there are some great people out there that uh, um, that I'd look to, that I admire. Uh, certainly, uh, my father as an entrepreneur was a great example. I learned so much from him. Um, I, I worked fairly early on with Unitas and, and Mike Murray. I don't know if many people know of Mike Murray, but Mike Murray uh, was a, one of the founders and really funded that. And I think Unitas was really uh, fundamentally, uh, you know, important and a pioneer in this uh, microfinance uh, sector that has developed and where there, there's a tremendous amount of investing and probably the first greatest success in the impact investment world. I, Unitas is, a, is an organization that has uh, many now activities going on and and Mike Murray was very fundamentally involved in in that uh, to begin with Muhammad Yunus uh, another great pioneer you know there are other tremendous uh, people in the in the uh, impact investing and, and, and social entrepreneurship uh, area that uh, are promoting the cause Sir Ronald uh, um, Cohen is a great uh, uh, example of of, of, uh, of one that has uh, been quite a leader in that regard. So this is an area where um, I think there are a lot of role models, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot to learn from. And I'm happy to just be one of the cogs in uh, helping to, to build this ecosystem and to make um, the uh, not only the investors uh, uh, aware of this great opportunity, but help to train and build the next generation to, uh, you know, be the professionals and and choose careers to, to help uh, grow this space. Well, you're you're a remarkable cog in this emerging ecosystem. So we we really appreciate what you're doing. The as we think about this, everyone who's watching has one thing in common. There are a lot of different interests, but one thing in common that is a desire to do more good. Can you give us one tip for increasing our impact? I think that um, everybody has the capacity to be able to contribute in unique ways. And I think it really is, uh, 
you know, what is your strength? What is your weakness? What is your capability? And, uh, you know, taking that uh, introspection and then once you discover what that is, uh, looking for ways to be able to contribute that and be involved. And, and we see, um, I think, a, a tremendous uh, uh, resonance and, and interest in this with the next generation. And uh, at the center, we have uh, students not only from the business school, but from other uh, disciplines and uh, they have a domain expertise that they can bring to bear and contribute so I think it's really uh, figuring out uh, where you where you fit and and how you can contribute and realizing that you're important and and it's going to take an effort from all of us and uh, if we all contribute what we have uh, uh, we'll we'll move mountains we really will there's there's great opportunities and uh, a, a great way to be able to be involved. Well, that's that's a, a great insight. I I certainly want to believe we can all all contribute. I'll find a way. Now, before we go, Jim, there will be a lot of people who want to learn more about all these projects that you're undertaking. What's the best way for people to uh, follow up, get more information, and engage with you? Well, uh, of course, the center was designed really to be able to provide. Uh, assistance to provide education and uh, to to actually be involved in engagements. I mean, if there are are social entrepreneurs with businesses that uh, are at this stage in the pioneering gap, uh, it's a great opportunity to 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 reach out to the center. Uh, you can do that by by going to the uh, uh, you know the SGI Center uh, website. Um, uh, and as well as, uh, you know, philanthropy. I mean, if there are foundations that really want to get involved, they need help, they don't have programs, but they'd like to be able to start uh, becoming involved, uh, this is a great way uh, to have a resource out there. So I'd, I'd highly recommend uh, that uh, the center provides great services for my foundations. We make investments and we make uh, grants based on the work that they do uh, you know, every year, and uh, it's it's been uh, really a, a great catalytic uh, resource for us to be able to do what we do uh, in our foundations. Fantastic, Jim. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. We're so grateful that you would would do this. So we we want to wish you every success in all the great work that you're doing. Thank you. It's great to uh, have this opportunity, and uh, I look forward to, to uh, continuing to, to have this discussion. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com.
Learn more about Devon's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.